I'm Andrew Schweitzer, and you're listening to the Boxing for Free podcast. It's been a while since you've heard those words, and I'm only going to blame myself this time. Well, it's not like I blame anybody else when I take a lengthy absence. I usually have some form of lame-ass excuse, but no, this time, uh, just got a bit lazy. I really enjoyed, uh, Christmas. I really enjoyed, uh, sleeping in, and, well, also, work's been getting a lot busier. Um, got another pay raise recently, a pretty good one, too, and to quote, or rather to paraphrase Spider-Man, with great paychecks come great responsibilities. So um, I'm working even more hours than usual. And this is the first real opportunity I've had where I've got some free time, uh, enough free time, and I'm actually excited about the sport. So why not do a podcast? That and uh, Hector is really putting out some really good articles and the little punk's starting to show me up. So uh, I, I got to remind him who the big dog is around boxing for free. Anyway, let's, uh, l- let's talk about something that, you know, five years ago would have seemed impossible. That is excitement in the heavyweight division. David Hay, at the age of 35, uh, once again has made another comeback into boxing. This is his... Uh, is first since uh, 2012, after he knocked out Derek Chisora. Uh, he uh, he made very short work of Mark DeMori. Knocked him out in just one round. Uh, looking over DeMori's record, not the most impressive. I'll, I'll be quite honest. Uh, a lot of his opponents don't have the greatest records. But at the same time... DeMori hadn't lost a fight in, I think it'd been since 2004. And to be fair, you would expect David Hay to kind of knock out an opponent like that relatively quickly. So he did that. Uh, He really wants to get a fight with Tyson Fury. There's someone else who wants a fight with Tyson Fury. That's Deontay Wilder. Wilder is a bit of an anomaly. You know, he's got a heavyweight title. He's... Very solid as a pro, he's gone the distance only once, and that was when he won the title from Berman Severn. He's knocked out everybody else, and yet it seems like he there's still polishing that's being done on him. Uh, for example, his recent fight with Archer Spilka. There were moments where uh, Wilder just, uh, I don't know, there, there was something seemed a bit off. And it could be to the fact that Wilder later admitted that he hadn't fought a southpaw in several years. But uh, either way, he was still able able to knock out Spilka. And, hey, he did what he had to do. And, of course, who was there but the heavyweight champion of the world, Tyson Fury. I, I gotta be honest, it still feels a bit weird saying that. Tyson Fury, heavyweight champion of the world, but... Uh, he was there. He went into the ring immediately after uh, the fight was done, and uh, Jim Gray was there, you know, the, doing the interviews. They brought Tyson up, and of course, the usual pageantry occurred. Listen, there's only one Tyson Fury. What you got to say about that, Deontay? What you got to say about that, my man? Hold on a second. Let's keep this civil here. 
Would you we like all, to fight? We all know uh, Fury, you just, you just a phony, man. This is just for act. You know where I am, you know what time, you know what place. I ain't scared of nobody. I'll come in your backyard, baby, for that, my man. I promise Listen, you that. Anytime, when any you, place, when you up anywhere, in the ring with a real when fighter, ready, when you ain't when you're a real ready, fighter, that's what it's ready, all about, man. Squad, no bother, no bother. Listen, anytime, any place, anywhere, I'll fight you in your back garden like a dumb Klitschko. I'll beat you, you bum. You're a bum. Well, that might not have been a good idea. <laughs> you know, it's all, it's all, it's all. We, we already know he's. This is just an act, baby. You're not a real fighter. This is an act. I don't put, I don't play this. I don't play this. As you can see, baby, I'm from, I don't play this, man. This is just an act that you're doing. You should be an actor. But when we do step in this ring, this ain't wrestling. This ain't the WWE, baby. When you do step in this ring with me, if you do, because this could have been done a long time ago, you can, you can run around like you're a preacher and all that you want, but baby, I promise you, when you step in the ring, I will baptize you. You know, this may not be the WWE, but... Wilder cuts a better promo than most of the superstars on the roster today, let's be quite honest. And holy crap, Triple H is champion once again? I mean, is it 2000... Oh wait, I'm sorry, we're talking about wrestling. I'll leave that to my friends on the Ring Crew show. Listen to their podcast, they'll do a great recap of the Royal Rumble. I like this stuff. I really do. I like that they're helping to build this potentially huge fight. Provided Tyson Fury gets past the rematch with Vladimir Klitschko. Provided that uh, Deontay Wilder gets past whoever his next opponent may be. Who knows? They may simply go... He may go uh, after Fury immediately following the rematch. It'd be very interesting, but this is creating excitement. This is what the heavyweight division has needed for a long time. We've got new talent that is... They're knocking people out. Well, Fury didn't knock out Klitschko, but he dethroned him. Nobody thought that was going to happen. People are are calling that the upset of 2015. A lot of the people who do that don't really know what a big upset is. Aaron Martinez versus Devin Alexander. That was the upset of 2015. Sorry. Also, I'll give my brief thoughts on Tyson Fury being named Ring Magazine Fighter of the Year. They, They could have done better. Personally, I'm not a big fan of Canelo Alvarez, as many of you people who have been listening to this podcast know. Not a big fan of Canelo, but I thought that Canelo was worthy of being Fighter of the Year. Not Tyson Fury. That's just my opinion. Either way, more stuff like this from the heavyweight division, please. Create interest. Make me say, oh, wow, I want to watch this guy. Make me say, wow, I want to see who this guy's going to fight next. Make me say, I want to spend money watching this guy. Not a lot of money, though. I mean, we all remember the Mayweather Pacquiao pay-per-view price. That was a lot of crap. Moving on. I had to work this past Saturday night, so I couldn't watch the Danny Garcia-Robert Guerrero fight live on PBC, unfortunately. I had to follow along as best I could on Twitter, and even then, it wasn't until probably... Probably about uh, 3 o'clock in the morning when I took a break that I was like, oh yeah, the fight happened. I'm wondering what happened. Oh, and uh, Danny Garcia won. He uh, picked up the WBC welterweight title. Does Danny Garcia have some of the best luck in all of boxing? 
because when I when I started, uh, you know, watching or like getting coverage of the fight, everybody was saying that you know Guerrero is actually doing good. He's winning the fight, and then it just seems like Danny Garcia is able to uh, get the victory. Not saying that oh this was a robbery, but like through the skin of his teeth, he he always seems to find a way to win. Either way, with this victory, it uh, helps uh, Garcia become a big player in the welterweight division. There's going to be fights like Keith Thurman versus Sean Porter. A lot of people are looking forward to that one. I don't blame them. That oh, very excited about that fight. And think about that, like, the winner of that fight, are they going to fight Danny Garcia to unify the welterweight title? That'd be great. Now, uh, going back to, uh, oh, uh, oh, by the way, uh, there's a possibility that uh, Danny Garcia will have to have a rematch with Amir Khan. Thank Christ for that, because Amir Khan won't shut the hell up about how Manny Pacquiao and Floyd Mayweather wouldn't fight him. Oh, and now Amir Khan, I I, I know I'm kind of darting all over the topics, but you know what? I, I want to talk about Amir Khan for a second, and, and, and please bear with me, bear with me. It, it's my first podcast of the year, so, you know, give me a, give me some leeway with this anyway, but but Amir Khan is saying for this rematch with Danny Garcia, if I give uh, Garcia a beatdown, you know, Mayweather may want to fight me after all. Uh, oh, my God. Okay, people, it's 2016. Stop talking about Floyd Mayweather! I don't want to have to shout, but... The man said that he was retiring, so shut the f*** up! You know who's being really smart? Aside from the people who don't ever mention Floyd Mayweather, Keith Thurman. He said, you know what, Mayweather's no longer on my mind, so unless he's making a comeback, then I'll start thinking about him, about having a fight. Stop talking about Floyd Mayweather! Did you not see the, the Birdo fight? Do you really want to go through all that shit again? No, you don't. If you're intelligent and you don't like wasting money, you don't want to go through that again. I don't know. Maybe there are dumb people out there. Maybe there are people like, oh, man, it's Floyd coming back. Oh, that's that's so money and maybe it'll be entertaining. No, it won't be, you moron. Jesus Christ on a crucifix. I mean, who the hell wants Floyd Mayweather back in the sport? Nobody. Moving on. Okay, as most of you know, Manny Pacquiao has said that he is going to retire after his next fight, which is a rubber match against Tim Bradley. You know, originally I was... I thought, okay, Bradley's a good choice. I still think that Bradley is a good choice. But when I get down to it, I'm I'm just thinking, why are we having a rubber match, though? I mean... (sighs) You know, it, on one hand, oh yeah, it does seem like a good fight, but then again, what's really the debate here? The first fight, I gave Bradley only two rounds against Manny Pacquiao. 
And in the second, I think I gave him five rounds. There, there's not much debate. Even my dad, who he watched both fights, I think he gave. I think uh, uh, according to him, my dad scored the first fight uh, eleven rounds to one for Manny Pacquiao, and the second fight he scored uh, ten rounds to two for Pacquiao. So, okay, yeah, you've got Teddy Atlas in the corner of Timothy Bradley. Yeah, he likes to talk a lot. Yeah, he's. He and Freddie Roach don't get along because ego. I don't care. I just want it to be an entertaining fight. That's all I want. I don't want a 12-round snore fest. I want something that's going to make me say, ah, you know, what a great way for Manny Pacquiao to go out, win or lose. I mean, well, if he loses, it's going to be like, oh, he should have stopped after the Floyd fight. But, you know, I... It would be nice if Pacquiao went out with a win. I'm going to have to... Uh, th- that's not my prediction either. Not my prediction either. I mean, keep in mind, I predicted that uh, Bradley would win the first fight. He did, even though I thought he did lose. But, oh, no, not thought. No, it's not thought. He did lose that fight, okay? Only the judges don't know how to score a fight. But either way... Uh, that fight's going to be taking place uh, in early April. I do have that night off of work. I will be covering it. I've done this for every Pacquiao fight since uh, 2012, with the exception of the Chris Algieri fight. They've all been great experiences. There's nothing like a Manny Pacquiao fight that draws people to the bars. There are so many Filipinos in Calgary, there are so many people who are fans of Manny Pacquiao. They want to see him get the victory. And even even when he's lost, I mean, in 2012, he lost to uh, Bradley and Marquez. They're both, they're exciting events to be a part of, watching it. So uh, if this is going to be for the last time, as Pacquiao insists it is, I really hope it is. Okay. I, Bob Arum is kind of hoping that, oh, this won't be the last time. No, I hope that Pacquiao is true to his word and says, this is it. I'm done. No more. No mas. Sayonara. Goodbye. He's earned it. It's time to also make room for a new generation of fighters. And also, the last thing we want to see is Manny Pacquiao at one point become Oscar De La Hoya. Where he hung around for too long and somebody stepped up and said, oh, I'll fight you and embarrasses him. That's the last thing anybody who's a fan of Manny Pacquiao would want to see. So if he's serious about this, great. I hope he is. And uh, I hope that he's successful in whatever future endeavors he has in mind. But uh, I'm looking forward to the build up to the fight. I'm looking forward to the probably going to be a 24-7 series I can't wait to cover that and uh yeah looking forward to that moving on this Saturday is the not really anticipated rematch between Jean Pascal and Sergey Kovalev I'm gonna make this very short this fight is gonna be like my prediction very short I predict that Kovalev will knock Uh, Pascal out in probably three or four rounds. Pascal's been saying a lot, accusing Kovalev of being racist. 
which is why Kovalev has a black trainer, because I don't know why. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, this fight is taking place because there's no real big names for Kovalev to fight until a fight with Andre Ward can be made. And, uh, yeah, Kov- or Pascal just brings a lot of star power to the table. He brings a lot of the Canadian fans. Knockout in four for Sergei Kovalev. And maybe Pascal, after this, will retire, figure that he's made enough money in his career, or maybe he wants to keep going. I mean, after you're violently knocked out twice, maybe you want that. I don't know. Who knows? And speaking of uh, desiring further brain damage, Brandon Rios has decided that he is going back on his word and he's going to continue with his career even after looking like absolute dog shit against Timothy Bradley. Uh, However, he will not be doing it with Robert Garcia in his corner this time. Uh, Garcia announced that he and Rios have amicably gone their separate ways and that uh, Brandon's father is going to be training him. Great. I don't know what kind of experience Brandon's father brings to the to the table. Maybe he can tell his son to say, or maybe he can get his son to stop eating so much. Tell his son, hey, put down the fork and actually go do your road work. And that way you won't look so sloppy in the ring. But uh, who knows? This might be the, the kick in the ass that Rios needs. He certainly does need a kick in the ass in terms of like training and discipline because when he's not getting it, he's getting a kick in the ass in the ring. And he really doesn't need that. I mean, I'm not a Brandon Rios fan, but at the same time, I don't want to see the guy get brain damage, and that's always been a big concern of mine for years. But anyway, that's that's just how I see it. Anyway, that's all we have for you this week. I'm going to do my best to try and have a podcast, another podcast anyway, within uh, a week or two. <laughs> it's not really fair to uh, to you, the listeners, who have put up with me throughout the years to constantly have to wait months and months for me to be motivated. I'm going to try to be better about that in the future. So, uh, yes, just uh, look forward to that. And... Uh, Hopefully 2016 will be a lot better for uh, this podcast and the sport of boxing than 2015 was. We hope you enjoyed the latest edition of the Boxing for Free podcast. You can find us online at www.boxingforfree.com. That's boxing, the number four, free.com. Twitter.com slash Boxing for Free. Be like Eris Lundy Lara, Robert Guerrero, Berman Stavern, Millerad Zizek, Adonis Stevenson, Glenn Johnson. Wow, that's a lot of famous boxers. And hundreds of others. And follow us on Twitter. Go to YouTube.com slash Boxing for Free. And like us on Facebook. Go to Facebook.com slash Boxing for Free page. You can subscribe on iTunes, Podbean, and several other podcast directories. If you use iTunes, give us a review and let everyone know that the Boxing for Free podcast is your source for boxing news and commentary. I'm Andrew Schweitzer. Thank you for listening, and we hope you tune.